0: Welcome to this episode of the Coffee Break Bible Study Podcast. Uh, We've been away for a while, but we're glad to be back. And today we're continuing our study in the book of Matthew. We're looking at Matthew chapter 5, uh, verses 1 through 12. Uh, We start to really dive into this section uh, that is the Sermon on the Mount. Our Lord is beginning to preach and teach, and, and He really starts with some great nuggets of truth for us. Uh, Throughout this whole Sermon on the Mount uh, that continues on for a while into chapter 7, there's so much information there. We're going to have to break this uh, sermon and and these chapters into several different sections to continue them because there's so much within them that we can study and how wonderful that is. As we begin to look at at chapter 5 and verse 1, it says, And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them saying. And it begins with these beatitudes. Uh, he starts these attitudes and, and things that we can apply to ourselves even to today. How wonderful they are. It uh, starts off with blessed are the poor. In spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed there means happy or fortunate. The attitudes are ones we ought to work toward and continue to work on. Things that we can apply to ourselves. And that first one, blessed, are the poor in spirit. Ones that are dependable or have a dependence and reliance upon God. To realize we are not self-sufficient. We need This state of mind in our relationship to God, that we are poor in spirit, that we need God, that we need to rely on God, that we need to be dependent on God. It says, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And we will talk about the reward part of these later, but focusing on just the Beatitudes and then we'll see the other part here in just a moment. Blessed are those that are poor in spirit, relying on God. Second, he goes to verse 4, it says, Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they that mourn. Not necessarily those that are bereaved, that are grieving, but mourning because of their sins. Uh, turn over with me very quickly to Romans chapter 3 and verse 23 and read with me. We'll look at this verse because it gives us an idea of how and what we should be mourning for. Romans 3 and verse 23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We've all sinned. We should be mourning over this. Because we have sinned. We mourn because of those sins. We have a desire for a Redeemer. And there will be a comfort. Another passage we could turn to very quickly, if we turn to 2 Corinthians. And look at chapter 2 with me. 2 Corinthians 2. And look at, at verses 1 through 4. 2 Corinthians 2, 1 through 4. And our pages of our Bible are sticking together a little bit, but th- here we are. It says, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have uh, recent received mercy, we faint not. But having renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, and walking, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, For we preach not ourselves, but Christ. Oh, I'm in the wrong chapter. I was looking at chapter 4. I was in the wrong chapter. Let's go to chapter 2. Second uh, Corinthians 2, 1-4. It says, But I determined this with myself, that I would not come again to you in, he- in heaviness. For if I make you sorry, who is he then that maketh me glad, but the same which is made sorry by me? and i wrote this same unto you lest when i came i should have sorrow for them of whom i ought to rejoice having confidence in you all that my joy is the joy of you all for out of much affliction and anguish of heart i wrote unto you with many tears that uh, not that you should be grieved but that you might know the love which I have more abundantly unto you. Paul writing there saying, Look, I know I'm sorrowful for the sin that is there. And I know that you're grieving because of it. You're sorrowful. You mourn for it. There will be comfort. There will be comfort from them. And Christ has given us that comfort. We mourn because of that sin. And yet we're gladdened because we do have a Redeemer. Next one on our list, we go back to Matthew chapter 5. Looking at verse 5, it says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek. This is strength under control, under God's control. An example is Moses. We turn over to Numbers chapter 12 with me very quickly. Numbers 12, and, and looking at at verse 3. And turning there very quickly. And in Numbers twelve three says, Now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. How could this be? You know, Moses, the, the great leader that he was, and, and we see him getting mad at times. We see him leading the people, yet he was meek. He had that strength under control. God will bless us. He will supply all of our needs. We'll see that later in chapter six. But how wonderful it is to know that if we have that strength under control, God will bless us. He continues to bless us. The next one on our list. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. This is a hunger to know God's will. A desire to have knowledge of God's word. To live according to his teachings. And to teach others. God will provide. He gives us those things. We hunger and thirst for it. We long for it. We search His scripture. So that we can know more of Him. And and very quickly, turn over to Second Timothy with me. And look at verses 16 and 17. Because we hunger and thirst after righteousness. There's a reason behind it. Second Timothy 3. 16 and 17 says all scripture is given by the inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of god may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good works we hunger and thirst after god's right after righteousness we hunger after god's will to know his will he has provided it for us he's given us all Scripture. Is given by the inspiration of God and it's profitable for us. It gives us instruction. It shows us how we can be perfect. We are thoroughly furnished because of God's Word, because of His Word, His powerful Word that He's given us. Another passage we can turn to very quickly, if you'll turn to 2 Peter with me and look at 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3. 2 Peter 1 3 says, According to His divine power, hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue. God has given us everything. He's provided it for us. We should hunger and thirst after it. We should seek it and look for it. And how wonderful it is that He has provided it to us through His inspired word. So yet we should hunger and thirst after righteousness. Next on our list is to be merciful, verse 7 of our text, Matthew 5, verse 7. says, blessed are the merciful. Merciful, giving to others what they don't necessarily deserve. Teaching them in a way we want, or treating them in a way we want to be treated. Being merciful does not mean ignoring sin, but being showing mercy to them. Giving mercy to them. To be merciful. God was merciful for to us. You think of all the sins that we've, we've uh, done in our lives. And, and the wrong that maybe we have done. Yet God was merciful enough to forgive us of our sins. To offer His Son, Christ. To go to that cross in our stead. To pay a debt we owed. One that He did not. He took our place. He was merciful toward us. Blessed are the merciful. Verse 8 says, blessed are the pure in heart. Having a undivided loyalty to God. We should be focusing on God. We should not be double-minded. We turn to James and we see that that a man that is double-minded is unstable in his own ways. We should be Focused on being pure in heart. Focusing on Christ. Putting Him first in our lives. Having a pure heart as we follow Christ. Next we see in our verse 9. It says, blessed are the peacemakers. This does not mean to compromise. It means trying to reconcile people one to another. Have peace one with another. Be a peacemaker don't create more problems don't create strife create peace uh, don't compromise uh, on things that are scriptural but defend the truth and be peaceful about it next we we continue. it says, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake they that are persecuted Jesus is telling his disciples you will be persecuted that will come that's going to befall you you're going to follow me there's going to be persecution and we see this time and time again uh, a couple passages that we can turn to to show this turn over to uh, acts chapter 7 with me and looking at verses 51 through 53 we see stephen here being persecuted it says "Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and, ear- and ears. Do you always resist the Holy Ghost? As your fathers did, so do ye. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And have they slain them which showed before the coming of the just one? Of whom we have been, we have been now the betrayers and murderers. You who have received by the law, of the dispensation of angels, and have not kept it, he, Stephen. They're saying, "Look, you persecuted the prophets that way before. Your fathers persecuted the prophets. You persecuted Christ, and yet we see Stephen there standing up, and in him being persecuted, being put to death, because he was willing to stay." Yet, we can turn also, very quickly, we turn over to 2 Timothy again, this time chapter 3. And looking at 2 Timothy 3, and verse 12. It says, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall, uh, shall suffer persecution. If we live for Christ, We're going to be persecuted. Not like they were to the extent possibly that they were at that time. And how dangerous it was at that time. That they were even being put to death as we see with Stephen or Paul being beaten. Being thrown in prison. Being stoned. Being left for dead. But we will suffer persecution. How often have we been mocked? Because we proclaim to be Christians. How often do people make fun of us? How often do people mock us? You know, we are persecuted in a sense, but yet we will be persecuted. Uh, he says, "The rewards." And uh, we look at you know, all these. We see that the the blessed are the poor, for shall be the king inherit. There should, are the, is the kingdom of heaven. The, the more and they shall be comforted. The meek will inherit the earth. The those that hunger and thirst will be filled the merciful they shall obtain mercy the pure in heart they shall see god the peacemakers they are called the children of god those that are persecuted theirs is the kingdom of heaven blessed are ye when men revile you and persecute you and say all uh, and sa- shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake these rewards are not to be seen as a earned payment if i do these things this is my payment for it. But these should be should be seen as a result of a life we lead by applying these attitudes to them. Uh, by putting them into our lives, we gain so much more from them. And how wonderful that is that our Lord starts this Sermon on the Mount with these attitudes. And these are really the forerunner for what's to come. If we apply these things to our lives other aspects will fall into life and keep in mind these attitudes are not something that we can just simply put on one day and say hey i'm going to be poor in spirit or i'm going to be meek these are things that we continually have to work on that we continually need to strive for to better ourselves in and even if we are meek we or or we do hunger and thirst there's so much more we can do to create more in that avenue and that And continue to live by these standards or by these attitudes. How wonderful that is. Uh, We'll stop there for right now in verse 12 for this episode. Uh, Next episode we're going to be continuing in verse 13 through 16. A wonderful passage uh, that speaks volumes about how we should be seen. Uh, If we're living for Christ, the light that we are unto the world. And how wonderful that is. We'll continue in verse 13 through 16, uh, probably a little bit farther on uh, on the, in the next episode. Uh, again, this is the Coffee Break Bible Study Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe. Leave any comments uh, about the podcast. Uh, always thank you for listening and joining us. And Until next time, uh, keep studying the Word of God.